Welcome to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, unapologetic conversation with host Chanel Spencer, author, speaker, and CEO of Maximum Evolution. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Hello, 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 beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic conversation, because it's just mandatory on this side of the world over here at Maximum Evolution, I'm just saying. And today, I'm super, super excited because I have a special guest. I am obsessed with her, okay? Let me just tell you why, because her energy, her like, just everything, her aura, everything that she is about is just like love and peace and joy and just her voice and her meditations just give me life. I could be feeling like I just want to like cower on the floor and bawl and cry for like the rest of the day. And then I would jump on Clubhouse and hear her meditations. And I just feel like I can take over the world. And it was like, what was happening? What was said? Nothing exactly because we're amazing and powerful and let's get it done. So <laughs> please, please, please welcome our lovely special guest and go ahead and introduce yourself to the beautiful people. Thank you so much. I'm over here just laughing. Uh, it's amazing for people to tell you what your flowers smell like, basically. Mm -hmm. So my name is Ebony Tatora, and I am a born healer. And I say that from a perspective of God has sent me here to usher in peace and truth. You know, I've always been that person that spoke my mind. I've always been that person that's been okay with being me. Even at a young age, I learned the importance of that. And uh, that is what I do. I teach meditation. I teach inner child healing and mindfulness. That were the three things that helped me to heal from a traumatic childhood, as well as the experience of being held hostage and raped, which saved my life. Um, so that's the background that I come from. And, and I did not come here to play. So any space you'll catch me in, uh, that's all I do is I bring peace and I bring truth. Um, and that is me. <laughs> <laughs> Child you know, of God. <laughs> Listen, do you feel that like how could you not be like ah, listening to her like even when you were talking about the things that you experienced I'm like oh my gosh right but then at the same time the way you just say it's just like it's just I don't know what it is but I absolutely love your energy and it's like it's super important energy is super important people don't understand that because energy is transferred easily and so like just okay. in how you how you carry yourself I know that you change lives with just being present so I absolutely love that and you just mentioned, I don't know if you, if you want to talk about that, but you just mentioned the things that you have that happened to you within your childhood and stuff like that. And I can relate to that because I've had similar experiences just with domestic violence and or those other pieces. So for you to have experienced that and for you to be the person that you are today, it shows you that healing is super important to kind of unlock yourself from the traumas and the things that you've experienced. So do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. That's really my life's work. You know, we have to appreciate our stories in order to understand our purpose. So, uh, you know, everything that I've been through growing up from the jump, my mother was fighting while I was in the belly. So people got to understand like energy mm -hmm. begins, even it begins ancestrally. So if you just imagine it like an electrical current that's running through every person's mm -hmm. DNA. Mm -hmm. And through birth and through the egg hitting the sperm, boom, then there's you. And then there's this energy that flows. And how's your mom feeling while she's pregnant with you? How, is your mm -hmm. dad there? Like, all these things matter. Yes. And I know this. And I've been given this knowledge from just research as well as just God, because I knew these things at a young age. And it was by 
uh, believing in them and knowing them that my childhood would affect my adulthood. I knew that at a very young age is how I kind of learned, but my childhood was super traumatic. My father wasn't there. My father still to this day is uh, addicted to drugs and Mm -hmm. spends stints in and out of jail. And I've just accepted it. You know, Mm -hmm. there's nothing else that I could do about that, Um, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I grew up with my mom. And I like, I think a lot of people in the healing journey, they're like, well, they did their best. I don't go there first. I go there last. Mm. I know that that's what she <laughs> in the re- realness of the story. Yeah. I had three brothers. She was probably the most, uh, well, the, the young Ebony would say mean, the older Ebony who knows better, she projected on me heavily. Mm-hmm. So with that, I got to see like her pain and obviously feel her pain that led me into when I was 15 just wanting to leave the house so bad that mm-hmm. I ended up living with an older man who was 10 years older than me. We dated my entire high school career. I missed dates because I had a black guy. Mm-hmm. And the whole nine, um, he was one of the biggest drug dealers in the town that I lived in. And there's just all this other extra drama that was happening in the background as well. Um, that led to me at graduating high school and deciding to move, move with him. Moving in with him and we lived in New York City and I just knew it was going to end bad. And this is when uh, God really started to put his foot on my neck. We just learned some things. And in that moment, I learned about signs. I learned about following my intuition. I've always been intuitive, probably since birth. Like I probably was Mm -hmm. the smartest one-year-old you've ever seen, Mm -hmm. but still, um, I had learned about signs and like I said, listening to my intuition because I was paying attention in that moment of when first God separated me from him because I knew it was mm-hmm. going to be bad. So God was like, okay, like I'm getting you out. And I and it was, mm-hmm. I was almost surprised that I didn't have to learn through violence because usually it was mm-hmm. some violent interaction and then, you know, I, I, I get out. And then um, for some reason, I ended up going back to get some stuff that he had that was mine. and. I remember vividly, it was like a movie, like everything in that time just slowed down. Mm-hmm. And I, I missed my train three times. I was in New York City. And this was a time, it was a time of the day where trains weren't even running that mm-hmm. type of way. So it wasn't a weekend. It was probably like a Friday. So like trains mm-hmm. run, like they're on time. They're, they're coming. Mm-hmm. That third train, I just remember the pull I felt in my soul to get on that third train. It sat there for mm-hmm. like unusually long. Oh my gosh, yes. And I didn't get on a train. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I go up, I come out, I come out of the, you know, I come out Stand of the train. Yeah. I meet up with him. The minute I get in the car, I get, I get, you know, punched in the side of the face. So, mm. you know, that experience really woke me up to the blessing of God. It woke me up to prayer. It woke me up to uh, like everything that I got to take away from that. I can never forget the power of God mm. in my life. That's why I have such a conviction when people listen to me and it's like, I am just unshakable in how I feel about God mm-hmm. and how I know, like mm-hmm. what I know, even when I doubt, I know, okay, Ebony, come back to that feeling because regardless of what you feel, it's like that, but God, and that's mm-hmm. what I got to learn in that space. And in that time, and literally somebody just handed me the book, the secret, I watched the movie on it. It was just mm-hmm. insane the way my life was in that period even met one of my angels, which I was just sharing on my podcast was a story Mm -hmm. that I kept to myself because it felt so insane. And I know that people don't really believe. So if Mm -hmm. there's anything that I've learned from my childhood, was it that 
every single experience matters. And if we're paying attention to the happenings for us, we get to dive deeper into our purpose. And I want to just quickly circle back to just my purpose, which is Mm -hmm. mindfulness, meditation, and inner child healing. These Mm -hmm. things I feel like I've been kind of almost aware of probably since the age of 13, Mm-hmm. knowing that my my parents were uh, uh you know a sum of their childhood experience mm-hmm. so as a child I needed, to, I needed to honor them and that helped mm-hmm. me to forgive them a little bit because as a child I had a lot of animosity and I was mm-hmm. super suicidal mm-hmm. so you know just to know my story and to know there's so many of us that have the same story I attach myself to inner child healing I still do it's just three things I'm always thinking about in my mind inner child healing what part of me as a child is being represented in this situation am mm. I afraid to my oh my gosh <laughs> right am I afraid to love am I afraid to mm-hmm. trust someone all these things right um mm-hmm. and then mindfulness am I being mindful of how I'm showing up mm-hmm. and then lastly obviously meditation meditation is that thing that we all need every day I want people to really hear this like you need it just like air you need it because you need to train your body to relax your nervous system no matter what you believe up here your nervous system is in shambles which is why people can gain the world and lose their soul because they're not realizing it's in the fulfillment of the inner dialogue and the inner feeling the that you get within that makes you feel the most alive Mm -hmm. right when you feel that inner peace and you turn that pain into peace and not the power that we can get in the outside world with things to me and that's what hit me last year is like I need to turn pain into peace so I use those three things to always be assessing where am I and how am I doing and how can I do better and how can I relax because I still have levels of trauma in my body like there's money trauma right there's there's you are okay trust right okay before you start making my chakras go all crazy like (laughs) you said so many things like oh my gosh first of all when you when you said the whole train situation and how um First of all, I'm a New York City girl all day, so I know what you're talking about. I hear your accent. I wasn't going to say that, but I'm like, I know when I hear it. (laughs) Right? You literally, like, I had a moment like that. I was in an abusive relationship, and I was like, maybe, like, my son doesn't know this, but I was, like, three or four months um, pregnant, and my son's father punched me so hard and me fall to the floor and like it knocked me out and in my mind I literally thought like okay death is coming right um and so it was like I either sit there and wait for him to, for another blow or as soon as I get my breath back I run so I ran for my life and then literally out of nowhere three adults were in a um sitting in a car and they stopped me and they're like are you okay and they're talking to me and they're like do you need a ride to go home? Like, oh no, I'm just having cramps and they're not lying. And then he walks up behind me and they're like, you know, we're going to take her home. And he's looking at me like, what? I don't notice people from a whole new world. I felt safer. So my option was to get in the car with them and have them drive me home. Three random strangers that were like angels sent to save me or, or follow him. And God knows what that was going to look like. Right. I literally got in the car with strangers, like literally. And that honestly I felt like was my saving moment and like I've had so right I've had so many occurrences like that within my life where it's like girl here's your choice 
are you going to make the left right the left choice or the right choice and there's no wrong choice right it's just wherever you decide to go is going to lead you down whatever path it is right and then either you're going to have to relearn the thing i've been trying to teach you for the past 50 years or you're going to make the right one and or the go the right way and then you're going to get the blessings that you that you've deserved forever in a day right and so like you're absolutely right in having those moments where you have to like make the decision right and and at the end of the day, there's no wrong decision. There's learning opportunities is what I say, right? Um, and and sometimes we have to go through things multiple times until we learn the lesson, right? And then once we do, we can up-level that. So that was one thing you said. Then you said, <laughs> then you said in, in regards to inner child healing and kind of sitting with yourself and saying, okay, what, what version of the child is showing up right now in these particular situations that I'm in. And I look like I'm currently in inner child healing in, in unintentionally, um, but it's been so life-changing as well because now I'm literally one loving on my inner child and listening to my inner child. Like, okay, you just want to take a nap today? Okay, we just want to take a nap, right? Or, right. or okay, what what happened to me as a child is in, in, in why I'm showing up in this way today, right? or what happened to me as a child, why I have these thought processes or why my subconscious may be being this way or my conscious being this way and just how I'm showing up in general. So like 100%, you hit so many, I just could keep going. Like you hit so many um, key takeaways in, in how it's very important for forgiveness and accepting of who your parents are and not necessarily harboring on who they weren't for your whole life or who you wanted them to be and just accepting them and forgiving them and just moving on and being the better version of yourself and letting go of that generational trauma and breaking those generational cycles because it's like those are, that's real life like that is real life 100% like girl like you just huh. <laughs> I told you, listen, people, I told you she was amazing. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. So what do you feel, what do you feel was the pivotal moment that made you say, okay, I have to change my life. I have to, there's something has to give, there has to be something different for me. Oh, that was that moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I knew I was meant to help women because I ended up pressing. So that, that after that situation, this mm -hmm. is trauma, right? After that situation, mm -hmm. I was literally going to go on about life. So I had mm -hmm. escaped, like literally escaped and had to run for my life like you with no shoes mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And I was like panicked. I didn't know what to do. And um, similarly you know there were people set in my life that were like why are you not calling the police so I I had to go get a rape kit I had to, mm -hmm. it was like it was like SVU real life you know mm -hmm. and I was just sitting there feeling like this is just unfreaking believable mm -hmm. like I have to tell this one day but moving on I did testify in court and before testifying the detective wait how, wait rewind how do we get to testify what wait what you skipped the whole part like what do you mean so I so he, he held me hostage and you got in the raped, car right and then he mm -hmm. raped me mm. him him seeing me was about him basically telling me like listen like you're not leaving me like where are you staying who do you know because he figured I didn't know nobody but literally God was sending me angels like don't mm. people, like talk about it like oh these angels yeah exactly that's exactly mm. who they were because that's mm -hmm. how God works God's like, when you think I don't got you, I'm going to send you the weirdest, strangest thing. And you're mm -hmm. going to have to determine, do you believe in the spirit mm -hmm. of God? Girl. Right? So <laughs> that's what happened. And, and I, uh, he, after he raped me, I mean, this is like going into the next day, 
Mm. Um, it's like it's like morning time at this time and I met up with him like the night before mm-hmm. probably like around four or five it was like around the winter time so it was like getting dark early um this I don't know it actually could have been later than this be real mm-hmm. I don't even know what time it was at this point, mm-hmm. but I know the sun was out again mm-hmm. and uh yeah by him raping me he knocked out and fell asleep and mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do and as loud as day I heard run and I mm-hmm. and um from that point on, I just remember like calling the angel that I met at that time. And mm-hmm. I was just going to go on about life. Like that's the craziest thing about traumas. We're so used mm-hmm. to being trauma that oh, even God. being raped, we move on like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to continue on about like the craziest shit ever. I'm so mm-hmm. happy. You me. Like, what you mean you're going to, he was like fibergasted. Like, what you mean you're just going to like mm-hmm. get your stuff and go like call the police. Why have you not mm-hmm. called the police? Mm-hmm. like this man needs to be in jail mm-hmm. so sure enough there's just some cops walking from you know there's like a van you know how they be all together like in a mm-hmm. downtown kind of area and um yeah they were they were shocked too I just walked up to them and I'm like hi like I was just held hostage and raped and they all were like uh what? <laughs> right. yeah so that just took on a whole experience in itself. And uh, the detective that was on the case, he called me. I'm, I'm telling you, this whole thing is like a movie to me. I wasn't even present. My soul was not there. This was just an experience that I was, I was like there, but not there. This was the beginning of healing, Ev. And uh, yeah, he was like, listen, this guy's raped two other people, which one I had kind of known about. He like made mm-hmm. it a to my house one day. Actually, like where I live now, I'm living right now where I lived a little bit when I was in my childhood for a little bit. Mm-hmm. he came here and he was just explaining the story to me and I just didn't care I was in high school I was like whatever I don't know what mm-hmm. you're talking about, but whatever because I felt like he was just trying to get back with me but that was a story where he did rape the girl mm-hmm. and he was telling me they were trying to charge him with that but he's like this is what really happened and I just didn't care because at that time him and I weren't together and uh he raped another girl in New York City which some he like drugged her or some crazy stuff and she was oh, okay. mm-hmm. so I was like infuriated mm-hmm. so mad I said God I said if you take my life behind this me testifying against this man I won't even be mad because mm-hmm. like he deserves to for me to test all of it he deserves mm-hmm. for me to tell them what he did to me mm-hmm. because this is wrong and it would happen to other women and I knew also in that moment I was created to help women mm-hmm. and to to help women heal. I knew I was meant to help women heal after I started going to my psychologist. They sent me to a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And after the first meeting, I just remember being so uncomfortable and almost feeling worse than when I got there because mm-hmm. she didn't help me process nothing. And she asked me all these questions, we're just taking notes. I can't. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I decided it wasn't for me. Now, here's the thing mm-hmm. I started learning about psychology in 10th grade. So it's what helped me cope with my parents because mm-hmm. they both had bipolar. Secondly, it just became something I attached to out of like, I need to learn about this because right. what everybody around me is dealing with. So this is what, you know, uh, is going to help me build a better life. I almost mm-hmm. went to school to be a psychologist. So mm-hmm. in sitting in that, this is where I became the healer because I had mm-hmm. to learn what's going on, Ev? Like, what mm-hmm. is your story? And all these questions I share with people, I'm like, literally becoming a coach, I had to go back and ask myself, what did you ask yourself to get to where you're at? today because mm-hmm. I feel like that experience made me so unstoppable the mm-hmm. jobs I got after that the people I met after that the experiences I had after that really solidified my worth mm-hmm. and like God showing me all these like 
different things so that I would never forget it. God showed me you don't need a degree to go where you want to go in life because I had mm-hmm. multiple jobs where my peers were double my age and mm-hmm. they all had a degree and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Only by the grace of God. So <laughs> you know, I just, I think uh, that absolutely, I promise you that is the moment that changed my life. That had nothing mm-hmm. on my childhood. Like my child mm-hmm. is like a, 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 a spider in, in the mm-hmm. sense of the, the, the monster that I felt like that situation was because it Great. brought so much goodness out of me. It brought mm-hmm. so much conviction for, mm-hmm. I know who God is and I don't really care what you got to say about God or how you mm-hmm. process God. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I know because I've sat with him, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and her, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I know. And I know, like, I know, like, I know, and I just don't care what people have to say. And that's the conviction that I bring in bringing peace and bringing, mm-hmm. even when I listen to my meditations, there's points where I just change uh, mm-hmm. and I feel the, con- I still to this day feel the conviction in my words mm-hmm. as I'm saying them. And I'm just, it just touches me every time. Cause I'm like, you know, this is my purpose. And that again, me being a meditation teacher, I always want to share with people. You don't need what people say you need to get where you need to go and that's what's blocking you mm-hmm. if I had felt Girl. like well in order for me to be a meditation teacher let me go get a certification because people yes. love a meditation teacher with a certification mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. right right I was a professional voiceover actress okay that's mm-hmm. how I got into even knowing that my voice works and even that situation was stumbled upon while I was working at right. a radio station right. and they randomly asked me hey you want to come record a commercial and I was supposed to be this sexy voice and I just did it and everyone in there was like and I was like oh this is nice and I got paid right, like 85 cool. bucks for one right. hour I like, I do we like this, right? yeah so when it came to meditation and God literally called me to do it God called me on my heart and was like I need you to start doing meditation and I was like nope <laughs> I'm not gonna do it I don't know who you talking to all that I was healing but I am nobody's meditation teacher and then I just started doing it and you know this is my purpose is the chaos that I've gone through is what makes me so peaceful mm-hmm. uh everything that I get to teach is because I've literally had to cling on to it as a way of just understanding life and not only getting through life but I'm gonna thrive baby okay listen okay we thriving over here we that's the vibe we thrive okay absolutely and I want to just address one thing and then that's Mm -hmm. it I promise Mm -hmm. you I'm done so at you something where you said you know sometimes we have to learn things multiple times and I feel like that's our attachment to trauma the more yes teaching seven days of clarity over and over again I realized Mm -hmm. that the power of choice is so important and mm-hmm. that we don't, we don't realize that if you just literally decide to be healed from a thing, you will be given then the intuition and the steps to fully let that thing go because yes. you, it's your bloodline before you, <sighs> like stopping a train. It's like telling mm-hmm. that train, no, you stop with me. And then that mm-hmm. different choice of you saying, you know what? You know, I feel like to some degree we we become ignorant and unaccountable to ourselves when we can mm-hmm. learn something over and over again because the mm-hmm. truth is what I feel. If you're being honest enough with yourself and you're not getting the results in any area, this is not just mm-hmm. healing, business, love life, whatever. If you're yep. not getting the results you want, are you honest enough to say that you're, are you doing the work? Like, are mm-hmm. you doing the work needed for that thing to blossom? And I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of times you're not. 
as much as people, we could be dedicated to all these other things in our lives and create mm-hmm. devotion we don't necessarily create that level of devotion for our healing and knowing mm-hmm. you feeling at peace is where your power is just yes there's so much yes. there Yes. So I would say that we have to sometimes in this new, we, we get to think differently and in thinking differently, let's all know that, no, we don't have to learn things multiple times. We don't mm-hmm. have to keep experiencing pain to get mm-hmm. to the power. I think mm-hmm. it's a part of life, but equally when it comes to our traumas, we get to decide um, that we're not going to subscribe to our traumatic and toxic beliefs and that yes. we're like we're gonna yes. stop we're gonna do what it's oh my gosh oh my gosh girl <laughs> first of all <laughs> first of all you are 150 percent absolutely right and I said um I've been saying for the ca- past couple of weeks that I feel like I'm in a duality right of of this new reality that I've created and understanding of healing and intuition and manifestation and all the things that I want to my life to be moving forward. And at the same time, I'm still in the same environment, right? And so a lot of times when you are on this healing journey, when you're on this growth journey and everybody else around you is not, it's kind of a challenge because you can't have the same conversations. You can't, you, you can't, you have to, you have to, because you are in a growth and a lot of people aren't because a lot of people are comfortable in their discomfort. And that's where, that's where it comes from with you having to learn the same thing over and over again. Like you said, it's a choice to say you want something different, but it's going to keep happening until you make that choice. Like I was in a relationship for 10 years that I should have left three months in. And it's because- Tell them about it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's because I didn't have the self-value. I didn't have the self-worth because I felt so damaged and I felt so broken and I felt unworthy. And it wasn't until I started my healing journey with my life coach where she she spoke to me like, oh, you're going to do, you're going to be a author. You're going to have a business. You're going to do this. And I'm looking at her like, girl, I'm an accounting manager. What are you talking about? Like, right. And fast forward to now, that's what I'm walking in. That's who I am. But it took me doing the work. It took me being uncomfortable with this new area and this new territory that I had to walk into and having faith of where I wanted to be an understanding. That's how I got to be a GM. That's how I got to do all the things that I, that I was. And even now I'm still doing more work. Cause even as you get to the next level of learning growth and healing, then you realize, Oh wait, there's more and here's, there's more. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when you said the generational trauma thing, absolutely. I am so big on that. And that was part of the main reason why I left as well, because I know what my childhood showed me and what that, what it taught me. And I was just like, I refuse, like I refuse for the younger generation that's, that comes after me for my daughter, for my cousins, my, 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 my family members to, to continue with this generational trauma of the women in our lives, in our family. Right. And I'm like, it, I will be the person, I will be the pioneer to do the uncomfortable work, to put all my stuff on the table, to do all the things so that it stops with me because the, 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 the trauma that has come along the generations, it has, it has to go. It has to be something different for my daughter. I have to create a new environment. I have to create a new reality. I have to, because the abuse, the feeling unworthy, the accepting less than all of that has to end with me period. Right. And so it's, 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 you said so many things. You just, I'm telling you, making all my shackles go, I can't like sweating. Right. (laughs) There's so many things. Um, 
that most people don't understand. And back to the duality situation, it's like I'm I'm now learning to get comfortable with this new version of myself and loving this version of myself and loving myself and all of those other pieces and accepting who I am and who I'm not and who I want to be. But at the same time, setting boundaries as well, because a lot of times people like to keep you where they see you, right? So when you're learning and growing, it's like, who do you think you are? Like, no, I remember when you were five and I remember when you were this and you were that. And it's like, girl, yeah, that's cute. But that's no longer me. So you now have to create those boundaries for your own protection, not because you want to be mean, not because you want to be evil because you think you're better than. No, but at the end of the day, you have to, like you said, stop the train. Like you have to, you have to make those those decisions and create those healthy boundaries because it's a reflection of self-love for yourself. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, listen. yes, absolutely. Like, girl, you just, oh my gosh, you're making my, oh Lord, you know, I've had a lot of interviews, right? And you are the second interview that has just thrown me completely off. Like, I just, I love it. I love your authenticity. I love your energy. I love your sharing. I love what you are, you are pushing forth. And that's why I'm like, girl, I need you to be on this. Let me just be on that because I just, <laughs> I absolutely, absolutely love it. So when you're talking about the meditation, first of all, the first meditation I listened to was Divine Intervention and girl, it had me crying. I, I couldn't, I wasn't even in the meditation. I was listening to it like it was a song, like it was an Adele song, like literally. And I'm just like, yeah, I do love myself. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. So how did that come about? And what made you say, okay, this, I'm ready to put it out. Like, what was all of that? Yeah, so first of all, uh, I recorded those and I believe August and mm-hmm. uh, being the superhero person I am for some reason, I took it upon myself to edit the tracks. Cause I, you know, mm. as a creator, you want, this was a, this was professionally done for me. So I'm like, I got mm. to listen to a few times, every little mm-hmm. sound that I don't like, got to be removed at this. And I, and um, anyways, uh, yeah. And I also like fell in love in the process. So a lot mm-hmm. of things that I put to the side real quick, mm-hmm. but um yeah uh, my producer edited them that was quite the process of going back and forth a few times and Mm. then I created the cover in like 30 seconds or less it was just all intuitive Mm. and and I just did everything I did everything I needed to do to get them submitted but this for me is leading into what's going to happen which is me selling out stadiums um, and auditoriums Mm -hmm. to create these events that are going to be inspirational motivational Mm -hmm. and and just like an experience like you're gonna Mm -hmm. leave feeling healed and just Mm -hmm. like miraculous like like seven days of clarity in person and like epic experiences for people so I just know how important meditation is I know that I have a gift and I want to give people something different and I feel like with the gift that I have I heal people instantly because we Mm -hmm. have a belief that healing takes time Mm -hmm. and that's a lie the truth is that we truly just choose how we're going to heal. And a lot of times it takes time because we don't want to be truthful with that action we need to do. So if you need to forgive someone, I always tell people, okay, you need to forgive someone, call them right now and tell them, I just want to let you know, I love you and I forgive you. And people literally feel that fear. And they're like, mm, I'm not ready. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You just don't want your healing, you know, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, we have to do just small little things. And mm-hmm. I believe healing is instantly. And that's the problem with our culture is that it creates, it loves pain and it loves this mm-hmm. 
you know, drama scene of they did this to me. Okay, who cares? Move on with your life and keep going. Mm-hmm. Like create space by letting it go and move on because you get to right. fill that in with your new Something house, better. your yes. business, your yes. baby, your love life, yes. your your thriving yes. account, whatever. Yes. You know, yes. You're creating space, you know? Exactly. So I believe that that is my gift and putting these meditations out is just something I've been, I've wanted to do for so long. And I have done on my own, just like different on YouTube, but I'm like, I need to really be in a studio mm-hmm. where I get that full, you in, I'm in your ear mm-hmm. sound, you know? And uh, I love being in the studio. It's probably one of my favorite places to be. Like I said, I'm a professional uh, voiceover artist. So mm-hmm. being in the studio just lights my soul up of just being able to reach so many people um and do the meditations like over the course of these past two years of being consistent with that was like what I decided to focus on like I'm going to teach meditation only and that's how I'm going to intro people to me because if I'm always just talking about healing people don't always want to hear that they get tired mm-hmm. of it because they don't want to address it it's like the elephant mm-hmm. in the room that nobody mm-hmm. spoke about and then there's like a healing community over here right so I'm like I'm just going to do meditation and then through mm-hmm. meditation after meditation we're going to get into the wisdom and mm-hmm. I know y'all gonna feel me because I just lulled y'all into a space of being able to hear me you hear me now you know so um just being able to those meditations came of I'm not taught nobody taught me how to do anything that I do Mm -hmm. um I basically just wanted to compile something that gave people that feeling and that remembrance and that's why they're titled what they're titled because as I listen to them I'm like what vibe does this give me yeah that's how I titled them um, but it's just, it's felt like such a blessing to finally put that out into the world and on platforms that everybody loves and uses. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my intention is just to lean into these stadiums. <laughs> okay. Stadium energy. Okay. Like sold out stadium energy. Okay. I'm excited for that. Let me tell you something. Those were their name. Per- I, when I, listen, when I saw it, I was like, how did she know? Like, <laughs> like I'm definitely doing inner child healing right now. I'm definitely on this self-love journey. And yes, divine intervention is important. Like, how did she know? It was just perfect. And as soon as I saw it, I went straight to iTunes and I found it immediately and I played it and I shared it on my page. I was just like, this is everything. Like, this is every, you did a phenomenal job. Like you had me in tears and I was like, I just, I was just like, this is insane. I played it all morning. My daughter was like, is this for me? Like <laughs> I had on a blast, I swear. So I'm just like, I want to set her day up and like positive energy and vibes. Like, and then I played it literally all night while I was sleeping till the following morning, I swear. Cause I was just like, this is what I need to hear. And this is what I need to go. I need to go into my subconscious. Like, and it needs to be my thoughts all the time. Like you did a phenomenal job. So thank you for listening and executing and like making it happen because it definitely was game changing for me so I'm super excited for your your future works and all the things that you have coming because I just you're amazing honestly I and the crazy part was we met on I've never met Ebony in person we I literally heard her on clubhouse in the helping homies win room and I was like who is that follow yes everywhere (laughs) and we've been connected since then and I just I just appreciate you and I appreciate what you do because it, it, it is a lot of work to work with individuals in healing and transformation and so I thank you for your dedication and for continually showing up because it, it is a it is a lot to carry and to do and so thank you for doing the work thank you <laughs> for me it's I'm at the stage where I get paid to be me and I'm just mm-hmm. that it, it's 
you know, I know I can no longer do groups. Um, that's one thing I won't be doing anymore. Mm-hmm, However, mm-hmm. when I work one-on-one with leaders and people who are game changers out in the world, mm-hmm. that's what lights my soul up is to see mm-hmm. them shed those tears that they, I know mm-hmm. they need, you know, because people mm-hmm. have, us leaders have tough exteriors and mm-hmm. uh, we built ourselves that way by turning pain into power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I'm on a mission to turn pain into peace. Mm-hmm. So I, I get so much joy in helping people. Like it mm-hmm. just, I cannot tell you what it does for me. It's just one day after I was doing seven days of clarity, I was meditating and I saw myself holding open this door and you couldn't see nothing else. And it was like the door just had a, like this magnificent light coming through it. And God mm-hmm. showed me that this is you, Ev. You're just holding that gateway open mm-hmm. so that people can walk through. So it really gives me life. It's super rewarding for me mm-hmm. uh, because I teach to learn as well because I'm always growing as well so um that's why I'm always pretty authentic and honest about like listen I could get knocked a few bucks too. <laughs> <laughs> like don't get it twisted okay like stop playing you know, with me but it's a blessing to see that things you don't let bother you where your mm-hmm. mind is going <sighs> you know yes. that's why I lastly want to say you know don't let people get you you know no matter what I want to say this like God got you got mm-hmm. this okay and don't let people make you feel like you got to be investing in crypto you got to be doing this you got to be doing that and if you don't do that then you're just everything's gonna fall you're behind you're, you're losing okay? mm-hmm. you know I feel like you gotta always live in the land of possibilities you gotta always mm-hmm. live in the land of certainty like God's mm-hmm. got me and in our journey we just sometimes it don't matter how woke we be like our minds are still healing from financial manipulation like we live mm-hmm. in a financial <sighs> system down to the bank mm-hmm. like a bank is literally mm-hmm. a business who comes to you and says hey give me your money and all of your identification mm-hmm. put it they put it into their business and then they invest that money and you know what I mean it's just like let's mm-hmm. let's really start to financially heal so that we can also relax and know that God is our source and that God mm-hmm. is our provider that's a shifting mm-hmm. belief to you know tell your body to believe because when that paycheck don't hit if you ever work somewhere that your paycheck didn't hit on that Friday you, you, know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying yes. you don't feel the type of way so it's learning how to know always that God is the provider and the source and we just need to simply get back to our natural state of ease calm and flow and being mm-hmm. sure about our God mm-hmm. yes let me girl, <laughs> could you just stop doing this so like you are absolutely right so like I'm, I'm gonna tell you the 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 legitimate like the like just the quick journey right so I um um I resigned from my job in 2019 because I was just like girl like remember when I told you this is the choice it was like the job or me Mm -hmm. at this point right Mm -hmm. I was making a six figures I everybody felt like I was successful and I looked I looked successful I was miserable and it was like girl what are you gonna do so I chose myself right um and that was the first time I was so proud of myself because that was the first time that I ever like picked myself over anything I always used to put everybody and everything before me like I could be burnt out and like ready to like fall off and onto the floor and not be able to get back up and I said like all right yep I can do that you know what I mean um so that was my first my first indicator of self-love right and then I had this relationship and I was just like this is like why am I it's not going anywhere we were engaged and all I'm like it's not going anywhere I feel like we're on a like a hamster wheel and it's like okay girl time to go so I made the choice to do that and just walk away with no idea of what that would look like what I was going to do because at that point I was just working on my business right then I um 
then I was, you know, working with people and I realized I was recreating my corporate experience. I'm like, uh, that means I got more healing and learning to do. Right. And mm-hmm. so last December, I just made the decision like, all right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop the interviews. I'm going to stop the, the speaking engagements. I'm going to stop, just stop taking on clients. I'm just going to stop because I need to sit with myself. And so I took literally last December up until June, like, all right, what do we need to do? Like, <laughs> getting into like the crevices and figuring out going to the root and figuring out what else it is that I need to pull out because I who I need to be is not this person and I need to rise into the phoenix into whoever that I need to become because this is ridiculous right and who I want to be as a CEO who I want to be as a mom this is not is not a reflection of it so what more work do I have to do so that's when I started doing the deep work right and then I was like all right who I got to get rid of <laughs> like what partnerships did I create from fear what did I what, what friendships and what relationships do I have that need to go that is a reflection of my old self okay got rid of that then june i was like heavy action what do we need to do what do we need to execute what do we need to like literally build and that's what i've been doing behind the scenes as of late that's why i haven't been like all over social media and joining these speaking this and speaking that and like i just was like no girl who do you need to transform into so that you can be the million dollar woman you want to be multi-million dollar woman you want to be who do you need to be in order for you to be the ceo that you want to be when you have your 70 something employees and you have a business that you need to run who do you want your children to be what mom do you need to be so that your children can be successful and that you aren't you aren't projecting or creating trauma within their lives and breaking trauma like who do you need to be and so everything that you said literally i'm just like oh my gosh like Ebony. <laughs> Everything you said is literally aligned to my entire journey. And you are absolutely right that once I made the decision to say, what do I need to heal? What do I need to transform? What do, who do I need to be? My manifestation game is out of this world. I'm just like, I write it down in pencil. And then two days later, here you go. Or the next hour or the next five minutes or mm-hmm. like my level of the level of control and me keeping control of my power. Don't get me wrong. You're going to feel things are going to happen. People are going to piss you off. People are going to, like you said, you want me to go back to where I used to be. I can give it to you for five minutes and then go back to my, my peaceful Zen world. You know what I'm saying? But like it, it, you look at things differently. You evaluate things differently. Your peace level is different. Meditation is important. Like all the things you said are absolutely right. And a lot of people don't understand that. They think, oh, the more money I make, the better I will be. No, 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 no. You have more money, but you'll be miserable on the inside. So it needs to be, a, it needs to be a duality of both. You get the money, but also make sure that you are good. Make sure that you're mentally well. Make sure that you're physically well. Make sure you're spiritually well. Make sure you're healthy. Like all of those pieces are important as well. So if you need your Men, your mental and your spiritual and all those other pieces together you go to ebony for that okay and then she can turn your physical and your finance together at the same time to stop playing whatever <laughs> so what's next for you <laughs> yes what's next for me is i'm mm-hmm. transitioning to serve corporate clients mm-hmm. and really step into uh healing in the healing the corporate climate because um humans are humans mm-hmm. and i don't want to say it like that I'm saying it from, uh, we are people, you know, and we are even grander than that spirits having this human experience and we are here for fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And if, uh, there are corporations that truly value and believe in their people, Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to be investing in wellness from a different perspective, other than the beautiful companies that have nap spaces and, Mm -hmm. you know, healthy stations like we need to really be checking in with people making sure they're fulfilled making sure they're happy Mm -hmm. giving people the things that 
we know we're shifting to. And mm-hmm. just like when the internet came out and a lot of companies didn't put their stuff online and they went out of business, like Walden Books, you know, mm-hmm. it's like we have to be able to see what's happening. And if we desire to, if we are true good people. And if we desire to create the future, then we need to make sure people are healed and happy and fulfilled if they're working for us because they will mm-hmm. go above and beyond for you if they feel yes. like they're being compensated as well as treated in a manner that helps them blossom and uh, feel fulfilled in life. And we mm-hmm. all know that to be true. So uh, that's where I am shifting to as well as that that big uh, stadium of being mm-hmm. able to have a TED Talk, not a TED Talk, an Ebb Talk slash okay. uh, meditation healing event mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. a true immersive experience uh, with all the bells and whistles. Uh, similar to like Rumi when Rumi did her uh, the thing she has on Prime so you take Mm -hmm. that put me in it and we do a little bit more healing Mm -hmm. um, as well as motivation but that's that's where I'm headed is just really stepping into my future self and serving the world like God wants me to serve obtaining not obtaining but receiving all the blessings that Mm -hmm. I can receive and that's really just through self-awareness and one of the last things you said which is uh, you know, us needing to be fulfilled, it really starts with what you talked about, which is being mm-hmm. authentic. Mm-hmm. So the future for me is just Ev doing what I do best, which is mm-hmm. help leaders heal. Cause I work with leaders and people who mm-hmm. know who they are, who get who they are and just need that little back end, you know, healing work, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's just what I do best. I'm just gifted in being that wise and intuitive when it comes to heal healing and hearing what people are really saying and be able being able to speak to that healing that is needed and and that's the future for me and I'm just yeah. excited. I'm just stadium status okay yeah. I'm gonna start posting that on, on your on your Instagram randomly like stadium status oh, okay bye it. now yes <laughs> let's speak it together okay I love that so how can the audience connect love with it. you they can connect with me on Instagram at Queens Recognize Queens, Facebook, Queens Recognize Queens, Twitter, QRQ Movement, which I love just sharing little tidbits over there. I'm on LinkedIn at Ebony Tatora. And uh, my email is hello at queensrecognizequeens.com if they want to collaborate or connect. Um, so yeah, that's how they can reach out to me. Absolutely. And do you have any last wisdom? We, we changed it. Okay. Do you have any last <laughs> wisdom to give to our lovely listening audience? Yeah. The last thing I will leave everyone with is one of my favorite quotes that I think at the age of 15 just gave me such permission to live unapologetically. And it is this uh, question, everything you've been told, dismiss what insults your soul. And that's by Walt Whitman. Um, but that was the last thing I would love to leave you with, which is always confirms to me that if it doesn't sit right with me and it doesn't feel aligned with what I know, like I know, like I know, then it has to go. And that's okay. Because Girl, stop playing. It. I literally posted on my story. I, I think we're like sisters in some kind of way. We are. <laughs> I literally posted on my story and I was like, if if it's for me, it will be. If it's not, expose it and remove it immediately. So that's so insane that you said that. Like, oh man. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Evolve platform and sharing your story. I am honored to share it for you. And I absolutely, absolutely love you. Like, I think that you are a gem. And as I said earlier, like you are amazing and I appreciate 
all of your work because it has helped me in major ways and will continue to because I that meditation I ain't going anywhere anytime soon it will be played <laughs> so I appreciate you, you. That's, it's, when I, I posted it's literally what I needed it literally was so I was like I need to get back to meditating and there you go hello thank you mm-hmm. right um so I appreciate you and love all of it. your hard work and you will definitely get love and support from maximum evolution and any way shape or form because you are phenomenal and thank you for sharing with our lovely audience and to our lovely listening audience thank you so much for tuning in I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it and Ebony you ain't getting rid of me I appreciate you so much and until next time bye beautiful people Thank you for tuning in to Evolve. Stay fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic. Until next time, special shout out to all of our amazing listeners. You are truly appreciated. Follow our host, Chanel Spencer, at Chanel Spencer Now on Instagram and Facebook. Songs I'm From the South by D21 from Black Mob Entertainment. Off the 720 God album. Find him on Instagram at only D21. I'm from the South. Straight out the South, we'll hit his rock gold teeth straight out your mouth. My niggas don't know peace, fuck, cause you saying though. Homies, he playing though. Know my old dudes bring more than a candle. Bring the heat to them, there they keep talking. Know that they would then. Little dogs barking, step across the line, be south.